He's blonde and bitchin'. She's sporty and sassy. Together, they're perfectly imperfect. It's Jesse and Jenna's messy podcast. Cheers! <laughs> okay, let's start by celebrating your new hair. Yeah. Nice highlights. Thank you. You can't really see them in the video, actually, which is... Maybe it's because we're on a black background. Right, right. But it is. I lightened it up because it's spring, motherfuckers. Yeah. I know it's not. It's going to snow a shit ton here. But it's Is it supposed to snow? Oh, Mm -hmm. it feels so warm out today. But anyway. All day tomorrow. Oh, great. I got to drive to... Anyway. Hi. Hey. So your hair is not the only new color in the room. (laughs) Fucking lips. (laughs) This was an accident. I accidentally put on lipstick in the car. <laughs> like, really, not even nice lipstick, I don't think. I don't even know if that's like a color. That color reminds me of the early 2000s for some reason. Except you said as I walk in the door, oh, I'll take that. Well, uh, because it at least makes more sense <laughs> to have me wear, walking around with it. I was like, why are your lips so nude colored? Yeah, okay. It's not a lipstick. <clears throat> it's a lip balm. And apparently lip balm can come in a variety of colors these days. And this one was called Shimmering Brights. And I didn't know. I just, it was pink. <laughs> right? Well, thanks for lips. Yeah. Thanks for the Lip, chapstick. Chapstick. Yeah. Um, should I wipe this off? Is it distracting? No, kind of you're keeping it on now. Hi. Yeah. So what's going on with you? You're swimming a lot these days. I did. I did. I, I went for a nice swim today. I went a couple times this week, shedding off those pounds in the water. I don't know oh. what it is about swimming. Yeah. I find like the breathing to be so much easier. Like I I swear I am a mermaid or a fish or an octopus, something like that. But (laughs) I did. I swam over 50 laps in 33 minutes. Wow. Do you, do you, when you say the breathing though, are you putting your face in and out? Like when you do front crawl? Oh yeah. 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 Oh yeah. Yeah. I do all the strokes. That is good. Even butterfly. Uh, I don't even know if I know that one butterfly is that the breaststroke no the, when you go up and like over like a dolphin yeah yeah that wow. used to be my uh number one race back when i was a swimmer when she was an olympian everyone I was a, no i was just a little girl but yes. i was really good at swimming <laughs> it is great exercise and you don't realize i find with swimming how good it is until you stop oh sorry oh it's your dad should we answer it live? no oh damn Remember we used to do that on the radio, but yeah. she was my mom. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so I have a question for you about swimming. Cause you know, I go to the gym is open again and this one has a pool and you, you've used the pool at Movadi before. And, and no, that's the gym that I go to in Ottawa. Right. Oh, you never did. Cause it's gross. This is what I'm getting at. Is it gross? I don't know. I didn't find it gross. Well, I worked there and I know that it was gross. See, okay. Let me tell you my story. So I went to get our wine today and one of the uh, cashiers at the LCBO here. <laughs> We just got to roll with the way we look today. I don't know what's going on. Jenna's hair is falling in her face. My lips are red. I'm afraid we're a mess. We're a mess. So anyway, I'm getting our wine at the LCBO and this woman that was checking me out goes to Movadi. And so she was like, have you been back yet? And her big thing was the pool. And she's like, I had to cancel because the pool was so disgusting. Ew. And I said, what, what do you mean? Like they're not checking the chemicals. She said, no, it wasn't even the employees, but she'd see other women not even shower. So they'd go straight from like the treadmill and jump in the pool. And then she'd be like, I started to notice hairs like floating by me. And I was like, oh, okay, please stop. Cause I still go to that gym. I, well, you're in the co-ed. I yeah. would, if I was to go swim there, I would choose the co-ed to swim in instead of the women's only. You think it, and it, the reason I am saying this is because, and I've said this before and working at a gym made me realize this. And as a woman, sometimes you just have to take an L. Take an L? 
L. What does that like mean? Like take a loss. Oh, okay. Women, you are, we're disgusting. Oh, I can vouch for that. Absolutely disgusting. The women's locker room and change rooms were by far more disgusting than the males. Like hair everywhere. Oh, yeah. There was times where we found like a used pad just chilling in the shower. Ew. So one time someone pooped all the way the aisle of the locker room. Oh. It looked like they got the squirts and like tried to make it, but couldn't. Oh, that's awful. <laughs> but like, if that happens, which accidents happen, I understand. Just go get a staff member. Yeah, or paper towel, at least. Something. Right? And, you know, I understand oh. it's embarrassing, but. So then imagine that woman goes and jumps in the pool without even rinsing off. Right. Yuck. I, I that's a problem right now too is like because a lot of the pools are more strict too like if you go to the rec center like you basically walk in like put your stuff down yeah you're not you can use the locker rooms but I always rinse off before I leave the house yeah. I take like a shower and a bath and I don't put lotion on see that's but you're also a clean person so I, know. I wouldn't worry about going in your pool I know <laughs> so what I was getting at was are the rec center pools better taken care oh, of yeah. obviously they are oh yeah the one good thing about the other one is that that one's a salt water mix that pool at the gym yeah oh um it's just shorter but yes no swimming i actually don't recommend it don't go out in ottawa and book your spaces <laughs> at the pool it's gross it's awful <laughs> don't do it stay out of the gym while you're at it yeah yeah too many people but I, I mean i feel like if i keep swimming like this like at least twice a week like I'm going to achieve, you know, my weight loss goals that I'm, I'm after right now. Well, let's say right here, get ready for a messy podcast promo shoot on the beach. Right. And the more I swim, the more wine I can drink. That's right. And we've got a lot today. Right. All right. So uh, we'll do the news. I, I read this story and I thought of Samuel L. Jackson. He's snakes on the plane. Right. right. Motherfucking snakes on the motherfucking plane. So we've all seen that movie and that makes total sense. <clears throat> Not. But I can't believe this happened. A woman using an outhouse got attacked from below by a bear. Uh, that is a, a severe fear of mine that something is hiding in the outhouse toilet. Oh, yeah, because you can't see all that kinds deep. of shit. And you don't want to look in there. <laughs> you know, like you almost feel better. When, <laughs> you almost feel better when it's one that's really full. So the, the mountain of shit is coming up to the top. So you can oh, notice it. <laughs> Honestly, I'm going to barf. I am going to throw up. I'm a little hungover today, so that could possibly oh, are you? happen live on the podcast. <laughs> Should we get a bucket? Do you want this? I, would, <laughs> I don't know about you, but I would rather piss outside than in a porta potty or in a outhouse. Well, it's different for a guy because I just have to, st- I don't have to yeah. touch anything. I would rather shit in the woods than in an outhouse, honestly. Yeah. I just, outhouses, like... The thought of it just irks me, you know? Uh, and the worst part is, is when you go in and even if you hold your breath, like at a music festival, okay? Yeah. You hold your breath in the part of body, but even when you come out and you go, <clears throat> when you breathe out, you can taste the yeah. outhouse. Smell. It's disgusting. Yeah. And I would much rather just go in nature. Like we were meant to do. Yeah. Right. So you're talking about porta potties. This, the difference is this is an outhouse. So it's always there. Like you can't take it away and empty it. So a truck has to come and empty oh. it. Oh. Like it's permanently fixed. Still in the gross. I, all it's of even them. worse. Anything with a gaping hole beneath you that you can't <laughs> see into is like creepy. Amen to that. <laughs> right. So this woman was in. <laughs> She's in Alaska. Her name's Shannon Stevens, and she was camping. She stayed in a yurt, which I guess is... Who like, is camping at this time of year well, in Alaska? 
Oh, yeah, I guess because it's winter there. Those crazy Alaskans up there, man. I don't know. Ask Sarah Palin. But yeah, okay. So what's a yurt then? That's like a big tent. I think so. It's like a mix between a cabin and a tent. Sure. All right. So she had to use the outdoors after dinner last weekend. And as soon as she sat down. Must have been a great dinner. (laughs) That's happened to me before where it's like you eat something and all of a sudden you're like, whoop. I happened guess. to me at dim sum the so, other day so, last week at the restaurant yeah oh no yeah. so you had to run to the bathroom yeah and, and it was then, bad like i started sweating and then oh why because you were trying to hold it i was it like in. cramping i was like cramping. <laughs> his stomach was cramping were you with your new guy no god oh no. thank god no <laughs> yeah oh i hate that no all right and then you have to hover and get splash on it it's right just awful. so she sat down okay immediately felt something bite her on the butt she didn't even look down to see what it was because you just get the hell out of there. She I jump screamed. up so damn quick. <laughs> she said she did. <laughs> she screamed, slammed the lid, and she called her brother over to investigate from outside the outhouse. And when the brother opened the lid, there was a full ass bear a looking up at her. A grown bear. Like How a, big was that toilet? Aha, I knew you were going to ask that. So. So it turned out that you could access the hole under the outhouse by moving some rocks out of the way. So it was like, a, you know, you could get at it that way. So the bear moved these rocks out of the way uh, because he was attracted to the smell. And then he pushed the rocks to get underneath. So I guess you can imagine it was like almost on the side of a cliff or something. You could access underneath, okay? Uh, here's, what, here's what the brother saw. He said the tip of the bear's nose was only an inch or two below the toilet seat. So they both freaked out and ran back to the yurt. Because, you know, a tent's going to protect you from a bear. Hopefully you have that bear mace. Yeah. I'm thinking about buying someone some, but we'll get on to that oh, story yes, after. Oh, yes. We did forget right. to talk about yeah. that. It's a good segue into it, though. Speaking of mace. So Shannon isn't sure if this bear bit her or got her with the claw, uh, but she was bleeding enough that they had to clean the wound and bandage her up. Uh, luckily Ooh, she that wound there. could have been yeah. so dirty. Yeah. So that's that's the story. But could you just like, that's everyone's worst nightmare. I used to be afraid of snakes. Did you ever have the fear in the lake that a fish was going to bite your hoo-ha? Oh, yeah. If a fish comes anywhere near me, I freak out. Yeah. It's always just weird not knowing what's beneath you. Yeah, you, when you can't see. I even have a weird ass fear of swimming in a lake and a dead tree being at the bottom. Just the thought of like an old creepy looking dead tree. Oh, there's a lot of dead trees at the bottom I know, of lakes. But for some reason, they freak me out. It's like the idea of swimming over a shipwreck and you don't know that this big like. Oh, you swim over tops. Of, like if you're in the out in the ocean and stuff, you're probably swimming over a lot of weird things. I, well, you know, I've never traveled. I haven't been to the right. ocean. <laughs> right. Yeah. Hey, you haven't even been to the Pacific or Atlantic. Well, whatever is in Florida. I've been to Florida. Oh, yeah. Yeah. You've been to the Atlantic then. Yeah. With the red and the red jellyfish one. So uh, bear mace. Yeah. You need some. Yeah, I'm going to buy some bear mace to do my laundry. Yeah, tell everyone why you took your sword to the laundry room. Okay, so I got an email on Monday from my building management being like, "Um, we just want to ensure that people are making sure the doors are properly closed and no one's following you in, blah, blah, blah. The weather fucks with the door, blah, blah, blah. And then the last paragraph, it's like, if you find someone sleeping in the laundry room. (laughs) Casually. Please call non-emergency police officers. Here's the phone number because the report has to be done by someone on site. So I'm like, weird, but I don't know. Not 
totally alarming. So wait a minute. Did you think it was just like a, by the way, like reminder, safety first? Right. I thought, or maybe someone got in there and they caught him and kicked him out, you know, whatever. I don't blame homeless people right now, especially in Ottawa. It's cold and they've shut down intakes in the shelters due to COVID. So this is not against any homeless person whatsoever. I don't blame them for finding a warm place to sleep if they could. So uh, anyways, so uh, the next day at like three o'clock in the afternoon, I go upstairs to do my laundry. And when I walk in, there's like footprints on the wall as in like, there's like probably a bit of a couple. Yeah. Um, there is like a futon mattress on the ground in the corner of the room. And it's just like dirty. And you know, like, I don't know if I've told any people, but I had a, I was mugged like a year ago and some change. No, actually, we it was we like, never a, talked about that. right. It was actually a year ago. So again, my like a little bit of PTSD kicks in and I'm just like trying to like shovel my stuff in the laundry. So I wrote an email saying, hey, like I just have to say how unhappy I am with the the, uh, laundry room, especially after the email you sent, blah, blah, blah. She writes back to me and goes, oh, the incident was ongoing today, which is why there's still a mattress on the floor. We've now uh, finished the police report and the homeless people have been removed. Wow. Yeah, have been removed. Like, we'll send someone to clean up right away, which they did right away. But I'm like, homeless people? Yeah. Like, multiple, multiple wow. people. And when I went to do my laundry the following day after that, I walked in there and there it looked like someone had busted up a cigarette on the table. Oh, like, they had God. spilled Slurpee around. And in one of the washing machines, <gasps> it looked like someone had spilt or peed or spat up in it oh because where would they go to the bathroom ding oh man you know what part about this because of course i was getting all these updates as they happen i was fucked up for like half a day about her response email and how she so so casually was like hello this situation is ongoing as if you're the bitch exactly so this is how i'm not i'm not happy with the way they handled it as a single woman who lives by herself yeah i've got a big ass samurai sword and i am a little scary but (laughs) you know it's you know my front door i don't know if i should be divulging all these secrets but isn't (laughs) just don't say it's not super sturdy like you could kick through my door well you mean your apartment or the building yeah my apartment oh yeah so i I don't know they it just it just really bothered me the way that they handled it i thought instead they should have sent an email telling us informing us what happened yeah. Uh, hi, we discovered two days ago, we discovered a homeless couple sleeping in there. We got them escorted by police. They returned um, due to the mess. We're going to close the laundry room for the next couple of days or something. Or like, please be on high alert. Yeah. We're like, ha- tell yeah. us something. Yeah. It's just so irresponsible. So that's why I'm going to go buy some bear maze. Hey, hey, smart. You're absolutely right. As you were saying that, I was thinking, because I know there's been times where the building door sticks when it's really cold out and you don't. And it, it messes lock. with the hydraulic, like the opening yeah. and closer thing. So why not be like, hey, you know, it's going to be a day or two before we can get someone to come put a new door in, be on high alert. But like, right. just but just they downplayed it and downplayed it yeah. and downplayed it. You know, like if I didn't reach out and complain about the laundry room and do a Karen. I wouldn't have heard anything. I wouldn't have known anything. And that's not cool when you have people walking up there too by themselves. Like, and and this building has a lot of twists and turns. Like you could hide around a lot of Which corners. is why it's so easy for them to get up to laundry room because you can just take that side stairway uh, all the way up, right? So I don't know. And then my parents were like, I think it's time you move. And I'm like, are you going to pay for it? 
because right. shit rent is expensive in Ottawa. Oh, it sure is, especially where I want to live. And I ain't moving out to <laughs> Barhaven for any of you chirp up and say, "Well, I live in Farhaven." What about Orleans? Yeah, I do spend enough time out there, so mm-hmm. we'll see. Um, what is the uh, most roundabout excuse that you have used to get out of work? To get out of work. Hmm. I, I'm not very creative. Well, what did you say when you got fired because you went out New Year's Eve instead of when you were a dish pit kid? Oh, right. I, no, I didn't even give an excuse. They just scheduled me. I asked for New Year's Eve off and they scheduled me and I didn't, didn't show, show up. up. You know, I, I know I have had some really good stories. Yeah. I'm never really like, I don't always get out of like want to get out of work. So, but I'm pretty yeah. sure knowing me, I've had some pretty solid stories. I, I would say that too, but I want to say both of us are very disciplined people. So when it comes to a commitment, we tend to follow through. So and I in our, our former job, we were scared to miss a single well, day that. unless we would come back and our job wouldn't be there. But even when I worked in shit office jobs, like I would stay within the 10 sick days. So when I wanted to call in, I would just say I'm sick. So right. Exactly. Yeah. My ex-boyfriend is another story. He would, he would, you could, uh, we should have him on if you want excuses. He oh. would call in sick all the time with crazy elaborate excuses and our boss would know so we worked at the same company well i mean if you have like so if you are someone who uh calls in sick quote unquote um and it comes up with like a crazy elaborate story like that's the problem with people they it's not that like it's not the lie it's just they don't know how to lie like so if you it's like a one ticket thing you can't always have these elaborate stories multiple times yeah you're right it's like once every quarterly yeah you know and you better flesh it out so if they ask follow-up questions you have the details ready exactly and make sure it's like nothing noticeable like come on come on anyways the reason i bring it up is because this guy he faked his own kidnapping to get out of work okay like you think that the good old especially in covid days yeah exactly like now it's so easy to get out of work it is but this is what maybe he's a guy that he's used up all his 10 days and now he's like but not only that like you can get out of work and you're out for like two weeks almost because of covid because of covid if you just say you have a positive test i'm sure you could find a screenshot online Do you really want me coming in, ma'am? <laughs> I think the only time I've ever actually used an excuse to get out of work was when I was extremely hungover. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like today, I probably would have come up with an excuse. <laughs> but here we are. Here we are. It is. We are recording on a Friday, which we don't normally do, though. No. And so I, let's get silly. That's why I'm disappointed you couldn't wait for Friday to get hammered with me. Sometimes, I don't know if you ever get that. Oh, I get it. You come home like. I, get I had a good workout. I came home from getting my hair done. Oh, you know, yeah, you felt good. A bunch of people called me, so I was talking on the phone. And oh, enough said. Jenna was- on the phone with a glass of wine. There's her nights. Yeah, exactly. Okay, so <laughs> this guy is only 19 years old, which explains his stupidity. Oh, okay. His name's Brandon. He's from Coolidge, Arizona. Uh, earlier this month, the police found him near a water tower with his hands tied behind his back. Oh, my God. And a bandana stuffed in his mouth. Now, wait a minute. Then, So who helped him? I don't know. Okay. I'm reading the story okay. as you are. All right. <laughs> um, he oh, had well, told right. the cops... <laughs> <laughs> he told the cops that he had been kidnapped by two men in masks who knocked him out, drove him around, and then dumped him by the water tower. Wow. They played with his butthole too a little bit. 
<laughs> if he's lucky. <laughs> the police investigated and they couldn't find any evidence that he'd actually been kidnapped. <laughs> Surveillance videos didn't uh, back up his story and there was cons- some inconsistencies in his story too. Okay. Because he's lying. Yes. Um, he was arrested for making a false report. He admitted that he made up the whole thing just so that he could get out of his job at a tire shop for the day. I guess the, I mean, it was treading on him a lot, you know? I don't know. It's going to be like something about tread lightly. Yeah, you did it. I knew where you, I saw the uh, uh, oh, It's the hangover brain. It doesn't work as quickly as it does you when know, it's sober. Interesting when you say tire shop, because I almost understand. Like, I don't know if he's gay, straight, but as a young gay 19-year-old, if I worked at a tire shop, I would rather come up with an excuse like this than tell the guys at the garage I'm sick because they'd be like, oh, you little bitch, can't fight through a cold, come change some tires. Or lie and be like, yeah, I actually wasn't thinking I went and hooked up with these three bitches. Yeah, I'm sure they'd be fine. Right. Not going to fake your own kidnapping. Um, He made up the entire, after he was arrested, they fired him. And we'll post the mugshot. And that's Um, a picture of him tied up? That's crazy. You're right, though. How did he... Because his hands... Yeah. He is lying on the ground with his hands tied behind his back. Like hog tie. How did he tie his hands? You can't do that. You can't tie your own... Hog tie your own hands. Unless he, like... Or he had them made into loops and he just stuck his hands in and, like, tightened them himself. Or he maybe... Is, is or he, he put them in the front. Yeah. on the front That's and then jumped say. in and put them under back. He is 19, so... He could probably do that. Oh, I was like, because he's flexible enough. I don't know if I could do that. I just feel like that is a lot of work, and he got caught anyway. Yeah, like, could you not go find another job at another tire shop? And then you know what? You can't even enjoy your day off because the whole day that you're kidnapped. You're you're waiting because you're gonna have to tell your boss this story. Well, you're gonna be with the cops. You're gonna be like the whole day is gonna be. That's more work than going to your job. That's right. Like, that's so dumb. What TV show is he watching? Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. I like, it, sounds like he was watching like some Breaking Bad or something like that. Uh, a for creativity. And that picture looks convincing. Right. So imagine being the cop that took that picture. Like, just a sec. I got to get this. <laughs> I would think, yeah. you know, oh, Arizona. I, America. Mm. I just, yeah. That's a lot of work just to get out of work. It is. Which is so, it's like the irony of it. A it, lot of work to get out of work. And it, it just. It's, it's, it is ironic. Isn't it ironic? Yeah. You know, what's I, you know, what's funny is nothing that she lists in that song is actually ironic. What do you mean? Rain on your wedding day is not ironic. It's uh, just a bad circumstance. Well, okay. What about the one about 10,000 the- spoons and all you need is a knife is not ironic. There's nothing, there's no irony in that. Well, the one about- I think that's the irony of the song. <laughs> what about the what about the lottery? When the lottery and died the next day. It's kind of How ironic. How is that ironic? Isn't that what ironic It's means? all, it's not, never it's ironic. It, I think it's just like bad luck. And I don't think that's irony. Well, what is irony? I don't know. You're oh, the one God. that's super smart with English. But now you're confusing me because I always thought she was on. Hold on. I thought it, yeah, hold, we on, hold look on, hold on, hold on. I'm trying to think of other lyrics from that song. Oh, I can't do that because that's my next story. A free ride okay. when you're already late. See, that is ironic. No. I'm already late, but now someone's offering the me The expression ride. of one's meaning by using language that normally signifies the opposite 
typically humorous or emphatic. The opposite, and that's not opposite. Those are just bad circumstances. So let's think, does it give an example of something that's ironic? Like, you know how sometimes they say like a- um, A state of affairs or an event. Oh, the irony is that I thought he could help me. And he couldn't. Right. So it's when you it's expect the opposite. something with the opposite Right, happens. so 10,000 spoons when all you need is a knife is an ironic. But she opens the drawer expecting a knife and all she has is 10,000 spoons. So she so it was the opposite of what she was expecting to find? See, I thought it's it was that nothing, she, nothing she's saying about was ironic. However, this is so Canadian. Right now we're breaking down Alanis Morissette. <laughs> yes. um, like early 90s yeah. Alanis Morissette. The best one. But... And that was what this was so ironic about the song is she's singing about ironic things, but it's nothing ironic. I don't know. We gotta how, post this. Thing. I don't know how we got into this. Deep, I think you might be wrong. The deep, this deep web of Alanis. Why don't we give her a call? Boop, 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 yeah. boop, boop, boop. We know her dad. Hi. <laughs> yeah. Her dad still lives in Ottawa. We should have him on the podcast. Yeah. All right. I don't know about you, Jenna, but there's nothing that gets me more turned on than a Walmart parking lot. I know. <laughs> <laughs> I thought I'd at least surprise you. Yeah. Like, no, I believe you. <laughs> I thought you were going to say the Walmart sales bin. <laughs> well, that too. <laughs> Five many, for $2. <laughs> how many Britney masks can I have? Gosh, you would be so, you would be like the most happiest person in an American Walmart. Why? They're huge and oh. massive. Their Oreo section oh, alone ha- is like a whole thing. I saw an interesting article about Oreo and why they keep pumping out weird flavors, even though they're not very good. Do you know why? Like pumpkin spice. And because stuff? it works. For them. Because it works for people will buy the pumpkin spice ones and be like, these are gross. I want a regular Oreo and go back and just buy the regular Oreos. Oh. And so all these wacky flavors remind me. I don't think they're gross, though. I don't think they're gross either, but they, the originals are the best. Double stuff. <laughs> That's not original, though. Double stuff is not original. Do you remember in the 90s, the rainbow ones? Yeah. Those were cool. I was never allowed them. Oh, I was. <laughs> anyway, this guy, wasn't me, got caught getting it on with himself in a Walmart parking lot. And he said he was doing it because he was Do you lonely. masturbate in the Walmart parking lot? I, not yet. While you're but... looking at your flip, looking up at the coupons? <laughs> discounted chocolate uh, it is the only place you can get affordable <laughs> chocolate i will say affordable that. chocolate you act like it's completely price gouged no, if i go to loblaws or something it is dollar store yeah but that's for like the, i at least like the chocolate almonds or the dark chocolate i don't like the halloween chocolate year round that's what you get at the dollar store okay anyway this guy jerking it in the walmart parking lot talk about the worst greeter ever uh he's 26 <laughs> years old his name is Kyle. He lives in Vero Beach, Florida. Surprise, surprise. One of the Walmarts you were just talking about. So last Wednesday, he parked his Kia in a Walmart parking lot and started masturbating with the windows all the way down. Gross. He drives a Kia. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to say, what does it matter if the windows are up or down? <laughs> so he clearly wanted to be seen. I mean, so this woman walks by, called the cops because she saw him beating it. And when they got there, Kyle got out of the car and the police report says, quote, I noticed that he had an obvious re- erection protruding from his gym shorts. Hot. Oh, he still had his gym shorts on. At least he wasn't all free balling. Like totally all the way down. Yeah. yeah. Kyle eventually admitted what he was I doing. I feel like he was being polite. <laughs> 
one in Florida. We've heard worse. Yeah, this is so bad. Remind me to tell you about my masturbation in Florida story. Go ahead. Oh, well, okay. Just remind me after. Remind me after. Okay. So he said he was doing this because he was lonely uh, that his ex-girlfriend was in Colorado and they haven't seen each other in a while. Well, you know, why Walmart parking lot? He should have picked like a different parking lot. Yeah. Or stay home. Right. That too. He was arrested for uh, public exposing and uh, whatever else. Yeah. So uh, it's it's funny that you say that because for those that don't know, I did live in Tampa, Florida for a year. And and Tampa is Tampa's a time. Tampa's filled with a lot of really weird people. Uh, Tampa's not beach like everyone thinks it is. That's channel side. That is different. Now, wait a minute. What's the difference between Tampa and where this guy is in Vero. I don't know where that is. Oh, okay. Um, but anyways, I was living there and I, my best friend, Michelle had just flown in and from Vancouver. So I went to go pick her up at the airport. We're so excited to see each other. Um, and we're driving on the highway and this guy next to us, and it's pretty late. So there's not really many people out. Yeah. And he's driving and he just kind of keeps like matching our speed. Like he'll match the speed and then he'll slow down and then match the speed to us and slow down. So I guess like Michelle noticed that and she looked and she's like, he's masturbating. <gasps> he was jerking it. So I like, we both like, we were like 22. Okay. Yeah. Scream. I hit the gas and we like take off oh and he catches up to us. And when we look over, he looks at us, smiles and holds up Vaseline <gasps> and like, is like, <laughs> it was so creepy. I am not going to lie. There's something about someone masturbating to you without your consent. That is so incredibly creepy. Well, so you got it without your consent with consent. <laughs> it can be very fun. Right. If someone yeah. wants to like, if my boyfriend's like, it's okay. If I jack off to a picture of you, I'd be like, sure. So are you convinced he was really doing it? Or was he trying to like freak two girls out? Like something we would so do. I didn't see like the arm, but Michelle, she screamed when he's jacking off. So obviously <laughs> she saw enough to like say that. Yeah. And then when he pulled up and we both looked over, like, I feel like this could be an honestly a sitcom. And we both looked over. He held up the little jug to the window and was like, <laughs> oh, I was God. like, oh, good thing. it was." And bad. I was like, welcome to Florida, Michelle. Wow. Because she was visiting you. Yeah. First time ever. Good thing you <laughs> held up Vaseline and not like, I thought you were going to say it was a urine sample jar of like jizz. Ugh, that would have been even worse. I don't even think it would have been that much worse. <laughs> it was all, that point. it was all just a really bad situation. And again, like I said, we were like, I just picked her up at the airport and got on the highway and that's what happened. So what happened after he held up the Vaseline and waved it? Did he drive off? Or did this? I think I drove off. I can't remember, but one of us (laughs) drove off. It ended after that. I think once he showed it off. This is our guy from the story. He looks. Yeah, my guy was much older. He looks a little little like someone's father. A little messy. This one. That that'll make you do crazy things. Well, you know what else is crazy is posting pictures of your dick online, and then asking strangers to rate it. What? Yeah. Okay. So. Well, now I'm like, wait a minute. But you pretty much do that anyway. <laughs> Not my dick. You send it to people on grind. Oh, yeah. Right. So you're pretty much kind of doing it anyways. You're just not asking them to rate it. Well, they do. And it gets a, a good rating. There you go. Okay. Just, mm-hmm. You want to say that one more time just in case someone didn't hear it? I've been told my penis is very aesthetically pleasing. <laughs> 
So I've been spending some time on Reddit lately because I've been trying to get to know what it is and how it can be used in marketing, especially after the whole like GameStop debacle and stuff like that. Okay. So I uh, also saw this article on Vice and it was talking about Reddit and that there's this sub community where man men yeah. post pictures of their dick, just their dick, and just ask for people to read it. I don't think this is a terrible idea and I'm shocked. I haven't heard about this. Yeah. Unless someone's like, ew, it looks funny. What is that bump on it? So anyways, oh. I saw this uh, article on Vice <laughs> and it lists some kind of um, why they're doing it. These guys that choose to do it. Because okay. it is all a lot of like men and just straight men. Like there's not a lot of women on there rating dicks. It's dicks rating dicks. Well, see, that's interesting when you say straight men because they don't have a lot of experience looking at other dicks. Well, I guess in porn. Okay. I think straight guys like show each other their dicks. Hockey. Oh. Oh, hockey wow. locker room. Now you're talking. My they all fantasies. walk around naked in hockey locker rooms and stuff. <gasps> today at the gym. Oh, I was like, you didn't know that. <laughs> no, I see it at the gym. But today, there's one of the guys that works at this gym that I have a crush on. I'm not telling you who because you never know who listens. But he just totally stripped in front of me. Everything. I just couldn't believe it. And I, I started to like my gay boy brains. Like, does he want me to see this? Because he wasn't turning away from me. He, we were close. He was just full, but he was very good body. So I was like, he's probably proud. Is that of like the equivalent of a gay man handshake? I don't know. I don't, I, don't. To, I just don't know how to navigate this world anymore. Like, how do you meet, how do people do it before the internet? Like when you're making eyes with someone, how do you know to go up? Gosh, like, that Movati locker room is going to turn into something. Hey? If I have it my way. Um, anyway. So, okay. So here's why, or they just writing it. So this guy's a 33 year old writer from the U S he goes, I never really bothered with Reddit much, but one night last week I was bored and looked to see if like a community like this exists. I got on and saw people um, fitter and more well-endowed than I am, but also some that looked just like me. I was bored and uploaded an old picture I'd hidden away just to test the waters. I immediately got positive feedback, even helpful suggestions on how to take a better dick pic. Oh, wow. I started to have fun and taking the pictures boosted my self-image. I know I'm overweight with an average member. I hate when guys call them members. It's just weird. Like what <laughs> member of what club? That isn't anything special. Um, so that it did a lot for his self-confidence. He goes, I had trolls, but the moderators, so there's moderators in this community that keep it like fairly under wraps. Huh. Uh, this other guy's 25 years old. He's a software developer from Denmark. He goes, oh, I chanced upon one of these communities randomly as I was read, read it. In the past, I've only ever showed my dick without being asked on Omegle. Oh, yeah. Where a lot of people do that, but it's often ignored or people just disconnect. Yeah, because no one wanted to see your dick in the first place. That is the weirdest website, Omegle. Have you ever seen it? No, I've never heard of it. It's the same. Have you heard of Chat Roulette? So it's basically you go on a web a chat room and it's it just puts a random camera in front of you and you're on camera too. And oh. you start chatting with a stranger. A lot of the time. They're so in the he UK. just shows his dick to people. So on Omega, we should go on after this. It's just a lot of guys just jerking it and it's just their dicks. And then if you, if you're into that and you catch another guy jerking it, it's like, Oh, then you can have a good time. My ex was also into that website. Mm-hmm. Oh gosh. Yeah. Uh, this guy says he's received mainly nice responses as well. Uh, some guys even saying nice dick, bro. That's a compliment. Coming from a straight guy? Like, do women do this? What is with men and their infatuation with their genitalia? I think it's because, and I know vaginas can all look different, but penises can look very different. No, vaginas can look very, very... Everyone's genitalia looks different than the next person. I think it's just... Men are very fragile creatures, and this is an easy way of finding out whether you have a nice one or not. 
Right. Is it, does it give a link? Because I'm interested. Well, it's a subculture on Reddit called like, uh, rate my dick or something. Because I would like some pointers on angles. Cause I will say for me, I only like doing ones from below because it looks bigger. If I do a top one, it's like, it looks not very big and that's no fun. You have to like put it next to an object, like a can. <laughs> like scale. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> you know what would be a fun game when we're really drunk sometime? I should get like a lineup of dick pics and mine's in there and oh, see. Oh God, I don't know if I want to do No, this. I'll never confirm or deny, but I'd just be but so But you'll know curious. if I pick it out somehow. Well, Knowing I, us, I would pick out your dick. I, that's what I think, because it's like, looks like me. <laughs> Maybe people like place bets and stuff. We can make it an event on Instagram. Is there a website that would allow us to put Twitter? Would, will they, Twitter would allow will us. Will they ban us? Tw- Twitter Instagram would. Instagram if we. Instagram would, but not Twitter. We've seen Corey Kane. Right. Twitter is ruthless. Mm. But anyways, I just thought that was interesting. And I always think it's just that men care so much about their penises that they need like reassurance from other male strangers that their dick is okay. Or what if it's what like, if you, you know, that nice dick bro meant a lot to that bro. Yeah. And, it, and I'm telling you, I've gotten compliments. It means a lot to me. Would it mean more to you coming from a straight guy than a gay guy or vice versa? Huh? Or does it matter? I don't think it matters. Right. Uh, the only, the only leg up a straight guy would have is because I know he's not, there's no motive. Like right. he doesn't want to sleep with me. Right. He's just like, Whoa, that's a nice dick, bro. Yeah. So maybe it would be more from a straight guy. That's a nice dick, bro. That should be a ringtone. That's a nice dick, bro. Add it to our list of t-shirts. That's slogans. a nice dick. And the yeah. used panties. Yeah. That's yeah. a nice dick, bro. Did you see someone tweeted us today? <laughs> yeah, that we should both wear. They, Who's wearing them first? They, Who's wearing them last? I'm not. And how would they know if we're wearing each other? Someone tweeted us and said, I'll pay you guys 50 bucks to wear each other's underwear during a recording. I'll do it. Yeah, Your underwear is like, comfy. And how would you know? How would this guy know what we're wearing? I guess then we'd have to show. Like, well, considering know. you like to show off your cutout panties on Instagram. <laughs> Finally, you've got it right that they're cut <laughs> Why wouldn't you sit here and show that you were wearing my thong while we were I recording? I would. God, I don't think it would cover much for you. <laughs> I'd have to like wax. He's so fucking awkward. <laughs> Can we please do that the next time we go to Vancouver <gasps> so that it's like at least like we're in separate Distance. rooms? Fine. But we need to talk about the TikTok leggings now that you're talking about asses oh god do you actually have i a think pair? i got i got three pairs oh we're having a i know i think i got the wrong kind because they do not do for me what they do for these people <laughs> well i've seen a lot of these videos and i never really felt like yeah okay her butt looks bubbly but it wasn't like the way the guys react on it TikTok. makes me look like i have cellulite in places i don't have cellulite oh no i don't have cellulite on my legs that's not good it just is not flattering well today at the gym was the first time i saw a girl wearing them in real life and let me tell you, I think it's because of the coloring, the, the, the what do you call it? The gray that? with the white. It's just, there's like the, the, it's the bubbles. It's like the, it outlines the butt with color. Because well, the butt is the seam of the butt is ruched. Yes. And it's a different color. So it looks like you're it's like an upside yeah. down McDonald's M. I don't know. So, but don't I get the kind I got. <laughs> can guys get them? Hmm. I, I mean, you can get whatever you want. I guess 2021. Exactly. <laughs> they're gonna know they're not gonna know <laughs> they're gonna know <laughs> they're gonna know i think that's my favorite tiktok clip right jesse's just getting into tiktok yeah, sorry, as I know, I'm really he's late. obsessed <laughs> he's obsessing now he keeps calling it music well that's that one that one song though what do you call that one that dun, dun song i love yeah. it you know when like something's happening anyway follow us on tiktok messy podcast
Okay, last story. Uh, we're still living through the pandemic and a scientist has figured out why Zoom calls feel so exhausting. Do you have an idea? She's like, I'm exhausted of this conversation. Can we go now? <laughs> Sorry, it's been a weird day. I'm not going to lie. I, I I'm easily distracted day. today. Um, my apologies. It's very obvious. At home. Yeah. It's very obvious. Not that you're distracted, but it's very obvious why Zoom calls are just... Are, I don't know. Just they're annoying in general. I don't like having to talk to any of my coworkers and bosses at all, whether it's video, well, in person, on the phone. Fuck them. <laughs> my dad's my boss. <laughs> <laughs> it's because they're too intimate. Okay. So they're triggering parts of our brain that make us either want to fight or have sex. And that causes stress. So I guess when you're in intimate situations, you're usually either fighting or having sex. Like when it's very one-on-one. I know because you think well we hang out one-on-one and we're not fighting we're having but sex like, what about cuddling on the couch with someone like I guess that would be in the sex category though like if you had to you know put them you're either like anyway this I'm not a scientist okay that's what you said uh this is his quote on zoom behavior ordinarily reserved for close relationships such as long stretches of eye contact and faces close up has suddenly become the way we interact with casual acquaintances, coworkers, and even strangers. Well, tell your coworker to back that camera up. <laughs> if it's too close to their face. Like we're at a perfect distance right now. Yeah. Yeah. Like you don't need to be up here. <laughs> like, up your nose. But I guess this explains why you don't get exhausted on zoom calls with friends or family drinking and chatting. I do. Oh, <laughs> you I... just like the real phone though. Well, because I can put my earbuds in, or my AirPods in. I can move around. I can do stuff. I hate FaceTiming yes. and stuff because you have to sit there and you have to You can't multitask. Lines. Yeah. Yes. No. I agree with you. Or then the worst person that you talk to on Zoom or FaceTime, the worst person is the one that does multitask while you're FaceTiming them. So most of the time you're looking at their ceiling because they put their phone down. Yeah. And then it's like, why are we on video? Yeah. Yeah. I agree with that big time. Right. But if you do feel exhausted, that's why too intimate. You can always take a break and listen to Jesse and Jenna's messy podcast too. What? That's a suggestion. It's not a suggestion. That's a brilliant oh, idea. Brilliant podcast. Cheerio. <laughs> Cheers. Cheers. We're empty. Cheers.